You're listening to The Range, Gardner Webb University, streaming and on-demand radio. My name is Jeff Powell. In the studio with me, Matthew Tessner, the big sports fan. And of course, it's March. We're going to be talking about March Madness. March Madness time. And specifically now, we are in the Sweet 16 and Elite 8 week uh, coming up here. We'll have two games or two days of Sweet 16 games, and then we'll have two days of Elite 8 games. So uh, this conversation is a little bit of a follow-up to a podcast we did about a month ago, looking forward before the conference tournaments. Who are the contenders in the uh, national tournament in March? So we'll take a look back a little bit at that, uh, and then we'll run down some of the interesting things uh, that, that kind of stand out to me for this weekend, and we'll try to do that as quickly as possible. Um, so looking at first, who's here, uh, the conferences that are present in the Sweet 16? Uh, the Big Ten has a really strong presence. They are really showing that, that they are a really strong conference this year. Purdue, Michigan uh, are there. Uh, as well as Wisconsin in the Sweet 16. Uh, the Big 12, really, really strong uh, so far this year, uh, with Baylor, West Virginia uh, is still around, as well as I feel like there was one other team in there. Uh, Kansas. How could I forget Kansas? Uh, the SEC is is having a really strong showing. You've got Florida and Kentucky. You feel like they're there every year, but South Carolina is there as well after beating Duke. And then Pac-12, we mentioned in that aforementioned podcast about a month ago that Arizona, UCLA, and Oregon were going to be some of the contenders for the national title, and they are all there in the Sweet 16. So those four conferences are doing really, really strongly. Um there were some teams that I mentioned in that previous podcast, and I said they're going to be contenders. Well, in addition to those Pac-12 teams, uh, Kentucky, uh, North Carolina, uh, and Kansas are also there. So let's look at who's not there uh, after the first weekend. Some big There's ones. some surprises yeah. and some big ones. Defending national champion Villanova, um, I would not have been surprised if they had lost before the Final Four. I am very surprised that they didn't make it out of the first weekend and that they lost in the second round. Um, That was that was a big surprise to me and a big surprise too that later in the weekend Duke lost to South Carolina. I did not see that coming either, and so those are two two notable omissions. Uh, The ACC has had a very rough. NCAA tournament. Uh, nine teams got in from the ACC, and only one, North Carolina, made it to the Sweet 16. Amazing, yeah. That's just amazing, and North Carolina almost did not make it. They were leaning 30-13 to 13 in the first half against Arkansas in the third round, and they were they ended up losing all of that lead and being down five with about three minutes to go, and it looked like they were going to go down. Their point guard, Joel Berry, has been injured. I always say you have to be good, you have to be lucky, and you have to be healthy to win a national championship. And Carolina has struggled with health throughout the season with different players here and there, and now their point guard, uh, I believe, twisted, sprained his ankle um, there in the first-round game. And he shows. He looks hobbled. He doesn't look as fast and as as comfortable as he normally is. So Carolina is, I think, a prime upset uh, contender uh, here. Candidate. Candidate. Yeah, Yeah. there. That's that's the right C word. Uh, Moving into the Sweet 16. Um, And Carolina, of course, I think think here at Gardner-Webb, the most notable uh, matchup in the whole Sweet 16 is that Carolina-Butler matchup because uh, the former Gardner-Webb head coach, Chris Holtman, uh, taking on the leading Butler. He's the Big East Coach of the Year. I don't think we've mentioned that on this podcast here in the last couple of weeks. Congratulations on that honor. Uh, They're going to be taking on uh, Carolina on Friday night. So that's a huge matchup uh, in 
in the South region. And I would say the South region is the toughest region left because you have UNC and Butler, and then you have UCLA and Kentucky. And so having UCLA, Kentucky, and North Carolina, as well as a very, very good Butler team that beat Villanova twice this year in that same region, uh, that is going to be a tough regional. Um, I think – the easiest regional heading into the Sweet 16 is the East, and that's where Duke and Villanova were one and t- they were one and two, yeah. uh, and going and to possibly gone, meet. So. They're gone, and so I, I was curious if you add up all the seeds, the seed numbers of of the different in the different um, brackets uh, heading into the Sweet 16, uh, the combined number of seeds in the South is ten. You've got the one, two, three, and four seeds. So if you just add up all those seeds, you've got yeah, that adds up to 10. Mm-hmm. In the East, where Duke and Villanova lost, and you've got a 3, a 4, a 7, and an 8, that adds up to 22. Uh, and so you've got twice the seeding number there mm-hmm, in that mm-hmm. region. And, I, you know, I don't know that anybody uses that as a stat, but I thought that was interesting. Good way of looking at it. Kind yeah. of shows the overall. And, of course, you could probably take that total number and divide it by 4 and get an average number, and that would give you some other kind okay, of metric. Okay, way too much math for me. <laughs> for all the data people out there. Um, so I thought those things were interesting. Um, again, back to those uh, predictions I made a month ago. I said Gonzaga and West Virginia, um, and well, Baylor, Baylor, uh, Gonzaga and Baylor were not national championship contenders. They are here in the Sweet 16 as well. Uh, West Virginia is going to take on Gonzaga, uh, and Baylor has South Carolina. And so, you know, of course, South Carolina are good enough to beat Duke, a really good team uh, coached by Frank Martin. Um, I, I think Baylor has probably coming out of that East region uh, the the easiest road. Uh, of, of you know some of those teams to be able to get to the final four it's going to be interesting to see who comes out of the east region with all those low seeds and surprises being in the sweet 16 um so i thought that was interesting uh, just to kind of tell on myself i always do a bracket and i did an espn bracket this year uh, it's a simple way to do it uh, the second round which you get the first round of games that's kind of your first four then you move into the round of 64 and that's known as the second round now because of those early games i went 25 and 7 with my picks in that round then we got to the Sweet 16, and I went 9-7. and seven. So I almost only got half of the mm-hmm. picks right um, in my bracket uh, in that sweet, in the uh, second, uh, third round headed into the Sweet 16. So I really took a tough hit there with Duke and Villanova, and I really thought Duke was going to, after putting together the ACC tournament, be a really strong team uh, and, and go deep into the, to the tournament. Um, one interesting thing of note kind of to close us out for folks who are watching this weekend um, CBS and TBS are going to be carrying the games of course CBS, TBS, TNT, True TV carry the, the early round games uh, TBS has been more uh, commonly the Final Four and National Championship uh, carrier here over the last couple of years and I believe that's going to be on CBS this year those final games so um, I think that gives a broader in my opinion access uh, yeah. to potentially watch that now a lot of people stream that online Mm -hmm. Um, but for for folks who may still do simple tv in a lot of different ways i think cbs is just a great uh, usually a strong signal Mm -hmm. um, network to be able to see the games on and it gives you so many different options so it'd be curious to see who comes out of there i don't know i don't know that you can really it's tough to make predictions at this point um, because you kind of almost go weekend by weekend uh, during the tournament you can make your predictions before the um 
uh, first rounds, then you can make your predictions of what's going to happen in the Sweet 16. But those predictions that you make each time can completely fall away by the time mm-hmm. you get to the national championship yeah, game. Yeah. So um, if I had to, you know, if I had to venture uh, a guess this weekend, I really feel like Wisconsin's playing well. I, I think Wisconsin and Baylor might be the regional final in the East. Um, I really feel like Kansas and Michigan are, are playing as good as anybody in the country. Uh, I think they could be maybe the final in the Midwest. I think out West we're going to see a one-two matchup up in seeds i think we could see gonzaga and arizona uh and then in the south boy that's going to be a fun fun region i think anybody could come out of there um it's hard for me to to not think that uh north carolina is the top seed there we'll, we'll take care of business and i think that ucla kentucky matchup is going to be fantastic maybe one of the best games we've seen all year and i think it's a toss-up and um, so we could, you know, we could say that for any of the games, though. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. anybody can beat anybody at this point. Well, if you it is the, the Sweet, Sweet 16. 16. Right, it yeah. is. That's right. So happy watching. Yeah. If if you want to uh, contact us, ask questions, have comments for Matthew, then just uh, just email us here at the station. Info, I-N-F-O at WGWG.org.